Welcome to a Swifty Snapshot Podcast. Hi, I'm Silver. This is a Taylor Swift podcast about her songs. From her debut album, to her ninth studio album, to her re-records, Taylor's version, and beyond. Each episode will go through an individual Taylor Swift song, include guest appearances from fellow Swifties, and touch on current Taylor news or Easter eggs. Jump then fall with lifelong Swifty Silver as she shakes it off, occasionally does something bad, and becomes even more enchanted with Blondie. Are you ready for it? Welcome to a Swifty Snapshot Podcast. Hi, I'm Silver. Thank you so much to Miranda for recording last week, and thank you so much to all of you who listen and who got me to my 25th episode last week. Such an amazing milestone for me, and I am so excited for what lies ahead. Today's episode is episode 11 of season 2 and the Fearless Taylor's version era. Today's episode is a little bit different than any we have done prior. Today's song is both track number 11, Forever and Always, Taylor's version, and track number 16, Forever and Always, Piano version, Taylor's version. We are going to talk about both songs this episode, which subsequently means we have our first Platinum Edition song. So let's get into it. Forever and Always was written by Taylor Swift. The stolen version was produced by Taylor and Nathan Chapman, and Taylor's version was produced by Taylor and Christopher Rao. The release dates are as follows. The stolen version was released on November 11th, 2008. The piano version was released on the Platinum album on October 26th, 2009, and Taylor's version both the original and the piano versions, were released on April 9th, 2021. For the purposes of keeping the respective songs straight, I will be referring to them as the original version and as the piano version. This song was written about Taylor's ex, Joe Jonas. Taylor said, Forever and Always is about when I was in a relationship with someone and I was just watching him slowly slip away. I didn't know why because I wasn't doing anything different. I didn't do anything wrong. He was just fading. It's about the confusion and frustration of wondering why. What changed? When did it change? What did I do wrong? In this case, the guy I wrote it about ended up breaking up with me for another girl. Guess I know why he was fading. Dot, dot, dot. She goes on to say, This song starts with this pretty melody that's easy to sing along with, then in the end, I'm basically screaming it because I'm so mad. The stripped-down piano version is rawer and reveals more sadness and melancholy about the relationship. This version is considered to be the most different on the re-recorded album versus the 2009 version. And I would have to agree with that. There are lyric videos for Forever and Always, the original version, and the piano version, Taylor's version, both released on April 9th, 2021. Forever and Always was first performed during Taylor's concert for the 2009 Dick Clark's New Year's Rockin' Eve as part of a medley with Picture to Burn, Love Story, and Change on December 31st, 2008. Then it was performed in January 2009 on a Saturday Night Live episode along with Love Story. Forever and Always was performed in February 2009 at the Florida Strawberry Festival. And 
in November 2009 at the Country Music Association Awards. Forever and Always was performed at all venues of the Fearless Tour. Prior to the song, Taylor gives a mock interview on the screen with Today host Hoda Catby. The dialogue is as follows. Hoda, if you are naming the guys you date in your songs, why do you think any guy's going to want to date you? Taylor, well, um, I guess in that situation, I just figure that if guys don't want me to write bad songs about them, then they shouldn't do bad things. That became a very fun TikTok audio, which, shameless plug, I did a TikTok video too. Um, it's probably at least a year ago now. After this mock interview on the screen, Taylor ascends onto the stage sitting in a red armchair facing Hoda, played by one of her backup dancers, with their back to the audience in a second red armchair. She wore a red cocktail dress with black knee-high boots and a red microphone, and during the performance, she throws one of the red armchairs down the stairs. (laughs) She performed Forever and Always on March 22, 2013 on the Red Tour in Columbia, South Carolina, on the B stage as part of the acoustic set playing her guitar. Initially, during this performance, she started the song in the wrong key, which is a cute moment. Then finally, Taylor performed the song on September 15th, 2018 on the Reputation Stadium Tour in Indianapolis, Indiana, as a part of the surprise song set, also playing her guitar for this one. Forever and Always is certified platinum in the U.S. There are two hidden messages, one for the original version and one for the piano version. The original version message is, if you play these games, we're both going to lose. This speaks to Taylor's relationship with Joe and how it was full of mind tricks and mystery. And then towards the end, Taylor was no longer happy with how the relationship was and how it had hurt them both. The hidden message for the piano version is, still miss who I thought he was. This speaks to, even after breaking up, Taylor wished that she was still with the person she once knew, but he turned out to be a completely different person in the end. This hidden message relates to the way I loved you for me. Then we have two respective Fearless Taylor's version chapters for the songs. The original version belongs to the I Remember What You Said Last Night chapter, and the piano version belongs to the Halfway Out the Door chapter. Very fitting, and we'll get into it as we get into the lyrics. Let's do that now. Forever and Always, original and piano version, Taylor's version. For the original version, there's no intro. It starts with Taylor singing. But for the piano version, it is a piano melody of the verse for the introduction. Verse 1. Once upon a time. This is keeping with the fairy tale theme of the entire album slash era. So many times this theme pops up in these songs. And by beginning this one with Once Upon a Time, it falls into that category as well. I believe it was a Tuesday when I caught your eye. Later on in the lyrics, Taylor references the flashbacks. But for now, she is detailing what is happening in those flashback moments. And we caught on to something This is the whole phenomenon of being caught up in something, swept up in something. Taylor is saying, I was swept off my feet with this person, with this ex. 
I hold onto the night. Now we have gone to a second flashback, another flashback. You looked me in the eye and told me you loved me. This is horrible to relive. It's so hard to not feel as if at some point the other person in this relationship was lying. Because when you're being told something and then something else happens, it's so hurtful to think, oh, they just changed their mind. So it's easier almost to think, oh, they were lying. One of these is a lie. And we usually go with the first one because the second one is the current reality. This feeling of being looked in the eye and being told that you are loved and then not living that and not seeing that played out or supported or action supporting that. Oh, Taylor, the pain. We go into verse two. Were you just kidding? This to me is Taylor had that moment, that moment of being told that she was loved, that experience. She had that ruined for her. We will never know if this was the first time someone said that they loved her romantically, but just say that it was. Oh my goodness. Can you imagine? It was taken away from her because it seems to me this thing is breaking down. We almost never speak. It was over before it actually ended. We spoke about it when we spoke about tell me why that maybe Taylor ignored some of the warning signs, the red flags. Maybe she stayed in it longer than she should have. This kind of speaks to that theory. I don't feel welcome anymore. Baby, what happened? Please tell me. Very tell me why Taylor's version vibes, as I just referenced. And then there was a lyric change for the piano version, Taylor's version. There was no baby in the lyric. The lyric was, what happened? Please tell me. Because one second, it was perfect. I wrote in my notes, is this the three-month theory? Because Joe Jonas and Taylor Swift only dated for three months before they had their breakup. And I'm not sure if you all are familiar with the three-month theory, but that is usually the make-or-break moment in a relationship. It's kind of where you've gone long enough now that you can decide either way, that it is revealed. Now you're halfway out the door. We literally get the piano version chapter title as lyrics in this song. Chorus one. And I stare at the phone. He still hasn't called. This to me references the monumental 27 second breakup phone call between Joe and Taylor. And then you feel so low you can't feel nothing at all. This ties in to the lyric from The Way I Loved You, Taylor's version, and my heart's not breaking because I'm not feeling anything at all. Taylor is so hurt and in so much pain from this treatment that she can't feel anything else. She can't even feel that. That's how low she is. That line is one of my favorite musical moments in the song. We'll talk about my my ultimate favorite, but this is one of them. That syncopated rhythm as she sings it, you feel so low you can't feel. That is just a brilliant musical moment in the chorus and in the entire song. And you flashback to when he said forever and always. We get our first title lyric and these first three lyrics... I thought they were a pre-chorus this whole time, but as I did my research and did my notes for the song, no, this is all the chorus, so my bad, but this is one of the reasons that I have this podcast, to learn more and become more educated on all things Taylor, so 
Oh, and it rains in your bedroom. In the piano version, Taylor's version, there was no O in the lyric. The lyric was, and it rains in your bedroom. (laughs) There's going to be like maybe 1% of my listeners that understand this next reference. But for me, that line always brings me to the Joe Moses shows us Taylor support sketch. I don't know if any of you have seen it. I tried to look for it on YouTube, but it has been made private. So it is no longer anywhere that I could find it. But basically, it was a Taylor Swift support group for her exes, and the character who played Joe Jonas basically was talking about this lyric in his time to share and was frustrated because he's like, I don't understand what it means when she says that it was raining in my bedroom because that doesn't make any sense. Essentially, just taking it too literally. I digress. But if you've seen the sketch, please let me know. (laughs) Everything is wrong. It rains when you're here and it rains when you're gone. This is different than the kissing in the rain chapter. This doesn't mean what the rain means there. The rain is wrong here. In those moments, the rain can be right. But here it's wrong. It's raining when and where it's not supposed to. Everything is wrong, as she says. Because I was there when you said forever and always. In the piano version, both the stolen version and Taylor's version, there is no cuz. The lyric is, I was there when you said forever and always. This is that urge to prove the past, to justify the present. I was there. You said this. Why are you acting and behaving and saying this now? I have been in this spot. I get it. We have a sudden music stop. It's more pronounced in the original version, both the stolen version and Taylor's version, than it is in the piano versions, but it is there in all four versions. Verse three, was I out of line? Now the blame sets in. That self-doubt. Taylor is no longer just questioning him, but she is turning the tables and questioning herself. Did I say something way too honest, made you run and hide? Basically, she's accusing him of the inability to handle her. She started the verse with a full-on self-doubt, and now it's slowly coming back around. The next lyric, like a scared little boy, she turned it back on him. It sounds so different. This lyric sounds so different in the piano version, Taylor's version, because it sounds so much older and mature looking back. Like... She has more sympathy in the piano version, Taylor's version, when she sings like a scared little boy. Her singing that as a 31-year-old was so different than her singing that as a 19-year-old. Go back and have a listen and compare the two, and you will know what I'm saying. I looked into your eyes. Juxtaposition of the lyric, you looked me in the eye. Something about that stare, that fixation, is revealing, is all knowing, is truth-telling. Thought I knew you for a minute, now I'm not so sure. Taylor had that trust, and now it is breaking. She is second-guessing all of the experiences, all of the moments. Like I said earlier, were some of those moments ruined for her? This was a misheard lyric for a long time. I thought the lyric was, but I knew you for a minute. (laughs) Nope. Thought I knew you for a minute. I've been having a few of those misheard lyrics recently, haven't I? So here's to everything coming down to nothing. This is an offset of the everything is wrong lyric. Everything equals nothing. 
it's just an emptiness. Here's to silence that cuts me to the core. This is my most favorite lyric in the entire song, in the piano version, Taylor's version. This is the most brilliant change between the two piano versions. In the piano version, Taylor's version, she holds that beat of silence just a smidge longer than she does in the stolen version. It is chilling. The effect is monumental. I remember referencing this lyric and this moment in this song when Fearless Taylor's version first came out. Ugh, so good. Literally, the lyric cuts me to the core. <laughs> Where is this going? Taylor wants to define the relationship talk. She is spelling out her expectations, but she is not having those expectations met or reciprocated. Thought I knew for a minute, but I don't anymore. Mirrors the previous line. Thought I knew you for a minute. Now I'm not so sure. Beautiful songwriting technique by Taylor there. Chorus 2 is much the same as Chorus 1, but we'll go through as there are some subtle lyric changes between the different versions. And I stare at the phone he still hasn't called. And then you feel so low you can't feel nothing at all. And you flash back to when he said forever and always. In the piano version, Taylor's version, there's no and. The lyric is, you flash back to when he said forever and always. Oh, and it rains in your bedroom. In the piano version, stolen version, there's no O. Oh, the lyric is, and it rains in your bedroom. Everything is wrong. It rains when you're here and it rains when you're gone. Because I was there when you said forever and always. In both the stolen version and Taylor's version of the piano version, there is no cuz. The lyric is, I was there when you said forever and always. And then here is the additional lyric to the chorus that was different from chorus one. In all the versions, you didn't mean it, baby. I don't think so. There's an extra line slash lead into the musical interlude at the end of this chorus. She lands on lying as an explanation for the behavior. That's where she's at. She is validating her experience for herself. In both original versions, the music really punches here. Then we go into the musical interlude, which sounds vastly different for the original versions versus is the piano versions. In the original versions, there's just one sweeping O that then leads into an electric guitar melody with no vocalizing. In both piano versions, she vocalizes the O's throughout the entire musical interlude in an ongoing sweeping melody. Beautiful sections, they do very different things for one soul. Depending on what you need out of this song is which version you will choose. We then go into the bridge. It's upbeat in the original versions and it is soft in the piano versions. Oh, back up, baby, back up. Did you forget everything? She's begging him to remember, to see her, to see her point of view. Back up, baby, back up. Did you forget everything? And this is probably the biggest change between the original versions and the piano versions. In both piano versions, she continues to sing the bridge, back up, baby, back up, please back up, oh, back up, back up, baby, back up. An entire second half of the bridge is in the piano versions. Both lead into chorus three, which is the second half of the normal chorus lyrics, because it rains in your bedroom 
everything is wrong. It rains when you're here and it rains when you're gone. Because I was there when you said forever and always. In both piano versions, there's no cuz. The lyric is, I was there when you said forever and always. We go straight into the fourth and final chorus. Lots of subtle lyric changes between all the versions, so let's go through it. In both original versions, she sings, Oh, I stare at the phone, he still hasn't called. In both piano versions, there is no O. She replaces it with and. The lyric is, and I stare at the phone he still hasn't called. And then you feel so low, you can't feel nothing at all. And you flash back to when we said forever and always. There is the lyric change there, we. That is in all the versions. And she sings it up instead of down. It's like in The Way I Loved You, when she changes from you're so in love that you acted insane to I'm so in love that I acted insane. She shifts the perspective on us in these final moments of the song. As for the lyrics, in Taylor's version of the piano version, there is no and. The lyric is you flashback to when we said forever and always. And it rains in your bedroom. In the piano version, stolen version, there is no and, replaces it with cuz. The lyric is cuz it rains in your bedroom. And in both piano versions, she sings this lyric very softly and she sings up high for it. Everything is wrong. It rains when you're here and it rains when you're gone. This final rains when you're gone, it packs more of a punch musically. You can see when she says that she just ends the song mad that this is the moment that she's referring to because it sounds mad. Because I was there when you said forever and always in keeping with the past. In both piano versions, there is no cuz. The lyric is I was there when you said forever and always. We finish with the outro. You didn't mean it, baby. Call back to the end of the second chorus. You said forever and always. Yeah, one last word, one last punch, one last attempt to hold accountability. This song means to me, it is so heart-wrenching, gut-wrenching for me. This was me at one point. I lived this song. It's very close to my heart, especially the piano version, Taylor's version. As we have said so many times and will continue to say, Taylor reaches you in those vulnerable, deep, emotional moments. And to me, this song is that for me. Let's talk Taylor's trends. This is the part of a Swifty snapshot where we highlight different trends that Taylor uses in her lyrics. We have six potential trends to choose from. We have the weather trend, the colors trend, the calendar trend, the time of day trend, the style trend, and our newest trend, the transport trend. Let's see what trends she uses in this song. We have five trends this week. The first is the calendar trend. I believe it was a Tuesday when I caught your eye for a total of one. The next is the time of day trend. I hold on to the night for a total of one. And finally, the weather trend. Oh, and it rains in your bedroom. It rains when you're here. And it rains when you're gone for a total of three, bringing us to a total of five Taylor's trends. Wow.
This week's version of Taylor. Now that it's summer 2022 and schedules don't exist, this segment will function a tad differently. Every episode will still cover recent Taylor news. It just might not be on a week-to-week schedule as has been the custom. I expect to resume that regular schedule come fall 2022, but for now, let's see what Taylor's been up to recently. So, as you would have just heard, we are on our summer schedule of this segment, so the current Taylor news might look a little different than it does during the regular schedule. In lieu of that, we only have one bit of Taylor news this episode, which is that you can vote for Taylor for the 2022 SCC Awards for International Female Artist of the Year and International Song of the Year, all too well 10-minute version. That's all for this week's version of Taylor, and that's all for Forever and Always, original version and piano version, Taylor's version. Next week, we will be covering the best day Taylor's version. Don't forget to follow and subscribe on all the platforms so you don't miss any content or episodes. And on that note, come back, be there.